<clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Uh, nope, I hated it. Why? <laughs> Why? I wasn't feeling it. I started on Joe, and it's, if I'm going to stutter that early, it's just... I Actually, I'm going to go home. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Rowan Atkinson's favorite no. football <laughs> podcast. That's right. <laughs> Where'd you, you know, come up with Rowan Atkinson? The Mr. Bean. Johnny English. Yeah, Johnny English, right? <laughs> I'm joined, obviously, by my illustrious producer, Joe Teeson. How's it going, Joe? It's going really well. That's great to hear. Uh, I, I was really hoping that uh, today you would bring up that it was John Collins' favorite football podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got to save that one, John Collins. Uh, but before we get down that rabbit trail, we also have another uh, another illustrious person on this, on this podcast. And it's not just Joe, but it's for the second time, our good buddy, Joel. How's it going, Joel? Dude, it's going pretty good, man. That's good. That's good. I don't know who John Collins is, though. John Collins. Oh, you weren't there. Not first oh yeah shoot john collins so basically there's two john collins one john collins is uh there's a basketball player named john collins super cool guy you can dunk well but that's not the player that we're that's not the guy that we're talking about john collins is an instagram influencer really if you please um he is a he is what i like to call a country boy tiktoker oh that's rough <laughs> oh and that's it's even a- worse than you'd think <laughs> like it's it's a hundred times worse than you would even ever imagine because it's not just uh, country boy stuff, but always taking his shirt off. Oh, uh, yeah. And basically always talking about how, um, uh, about his ex. It's a big thing. And he's got a big jacked up truck in the back all the time. Nice, nice. Uh, and I, I can't even do it justice, Joe. Like, what can we even, what else can we even say about, right, about Joe, John Collins? He's going to pull something up here. I got to, I got to see. Break, I'm gonna show yes. Yeah, we're going to take a look. Let's get a little elevator music and take a take a quick break. That's okay. We'll do it. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and we're back. So that was uh, yeah, Joe, Joel. Uh, so tell tell us what you thought. About- I'm upset that I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I wish I didn't know who this guy was. Oh I, my goodness. In a way, he's the worst person in the whole world. In many ways. In many ways. <laughs> but also, I don't know what I would do without him. Uh, Joe and, and, and a couple of uh, our other, well, Joe's brother and, and Travis, uh, uh, who is one of our friends, uh, he, uh, we thrive off of this guy's content. I mean, oh, if you guys man. are listening and you have not looked it up. Uh, don't look it up. This, You're you will, happier the way you are. Please don't look it up because you will fall in love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially if you are a woman, be careful. <laughs> Honey, if you're listening to this, don't look up John Collins. I honestly think you're happier as a person. Like I was happier five minutes ago before I didn't know who John Collins was. <laughs> I see, and that's why I think that I think that we differ. Is I think he <laughs> makes me a happier person. <laughs> the fact that I know, and, and I can see where you're coming from. The fact you know, if you think about that, he makes probably so much money. Off and of, that's exactly what upsets you know, me so the, much. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, thinking about that way is frustrating, but also just. I think I'd rather be, you know, poor and and not him than be, you know, rich and him. <laughs> That's uh, a good point, actually. And if, 
if you want him to feel even worse, uh, he's also a father as far as we know. Wow, I'm pretty sure he's go. a father. So he Good has a job. child. He's so, like me. Yeah. So just, yeah. Hmm. So if you want, you can start taking your shirt off uh, and doing stuff like that. For TikToks. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was, I don't know what else to say about John Collins, but uh, hey, we're going to talk football at some point. Hey. Joel, we're going to talk football at some point. And that makes me happy. And I that, forget about John Collins already. We're going to get that taste out of our mouth. We're going to talk about uh, all the games that happened. Well, sort of. We're going to go through very quickly all the games that happened in Week 17. And then we're going to talk uh, We're going to talk MVP race. We're going to talk uh, some of the most disappointing teams. Uh, we're going to talk... Uh, and then we're obviously going to talk uh, head coaching openings. It was Black Monday. Was this Monday? So a lot of... Black, for those of you that don't know, Black Monday is when usually all of the remaining head coaches that are going to get fired get fired. They call it Black Monday, mm. just so you guys know. Uh, but, and then we're also going to talk a, about, uh, what else are we going to talk about? I have I have a whole thing. We're, we're probably going to go in depth on the Dolphins and the Eagles as those are our teams. Very uh, Both kind of heartbreaking situations. Very hard. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then obviously we're going to give you a ton of playoff content as the playoff matchups are finally hey, set. Yeah. About time. I'm about excited for that. That I, I think that's like what I'm most looking forward to talking about. Oh, like Dolphins, Eagles, we're, we're probably both going to be a little bit depressed. No, oh, 100%. Both of them. But like playoffs, I'm so excited to talk playoffs. Yes, me too. It's just the real season is finally here. You yes. know, we don't have to talk about, uh, you know, Jets versus Patriots or, or Raiders versus Broncos anymore. It's like these teams don't matter anymore. It's time to get into the real stuff. Exactly. Get into the nitty gritty. Get into the super wild card weekend. Super. Yeah, that's what they're it's, calling it this this year. It's like pour one out for the dead teams, but like, yeah. you know, who really cares? But about don't them? pour too much. Yeah, <laughs> don't pour yeah. too much. Like, let's not waste a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't know if we have anything else. Are you guys not curious at all why I said Rowan Atkinson at the beginning of the show? No, that's Mr. Bean. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah sure. But he was trending today. On Twitter, I basically that's where I get a lot of my people from. Was it a Me Too thing? Uh, no, he, it's it, sorry, it, Joe. Was it a Me Too thing? Oh, by the way, just so you guys know, we only have two mics among three people, so that's it's, you know <laughs> give us a little bit of uh, leeway here. It's it making things a little bit complicated. Joe and Joel have to constantly be switching mics, but it was not a Me Too. He would he did not sexually assault anybody, so you can. Thank, I would not say that it's his favorite podcast if he sexually assaulted somebody. You just said Cuba getting. I didn't Jr. say it was his favorite podcast. You said you love him. I said I love Cuba getting Junior, but that was before <laughs> I knew that he was a sexual. He was a de- rapist. Deviant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, Rowan Atkinson was just talking about um, cancel culture, and then people wanted to cancel him for that, don't, which is no so way. ironic. That's yeah, hilarious. Uh, I don't know. People were saying how funny it is that Mr. Bean, a guy who never talks, is talking all of a sudden, and it's something that they don't agree with, so he should just never talk. It's like, okay. It's just funny that they don't see the irony behind them wanting to cancel Mr. Bean for talking about <laughs> cancel culture. Yeah. It's like, what are we re- really accomplishing here? You know, it seems like you're kind of just, uh, you know, evening thing. I don't know. Whatever. I got nothing else to say, really. About Anyways, so our first game is actually the Bears at the Tigers. I told this week. you, we talked about and this before tigers. the show. What's that? Did you say Tigers? He said the Tigers. No, he said the Tigers. Yeah, he said the Bears at the Tigers. Oh, I meant the other big cat, the Lions, baby. <laughs> okay. We had. They didn't play. Well, we did tell you before the show, you're not allowed to do that anymore. All okay? right. Back to you, Joel. Right. Back, to you. <laughs> Back to you, Joel. 
but uh, yeah, unless I don't think we have really much else to talk about as far as banter go. Jo- Joel's making it here for his very first banter segment. Banter, banter. You're with Bants. us through the whole show today, Joel. Full show, the whole start thing. to finish. Exactly right. Uh, but without further ado, why don't we? Uh, excuse me, more like an adult this time. <clears throat> why don't we just jump straight into a little bit of news? Ooh. Like we talked about, Black Monday was this Monday. Hey, that's like Black Friday, but worse. But yeah, <laughs> it's like Black Friday, but instead of getting a, a TV for a good price, you lose your job. It really is because, uh, you know, it's kind of messed up that we talk about so loosely. It's like these guys losing their jobs. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, most of them are millionaires. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, you can't feel cares? too sad for them. But also, you have to think about when they get fired, it's not just them getting fired, it's their entire staff yeah. getting fired. And a lot of them don't get paid that much. Yeah. Like, probably yeah. not much more than us. Uh, but uh, RIP in peace to all of those staffs. <laughs> uh, but there were some more firings, obviously, not, nothing too terribly surprising. But on Black Monday, Adam Gase gets his walking papers, which as a Dolphins fan, I was bummed out a little bit. I was hoping that, you know, these last last couple wins would just convince the Jets, hey, maybe we should uh, yeah. keep them around. You're a sick boy. I am a sick, sick boy. Uh, my Dolphins hurt me this weekend, so I'm ready to hurt others. Uh, <laughs> Feeling of- like lashing out. <laughs> exactly. I don't care who gets in my way. Yeah. Uh, Doug Marone also fired the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Uh, and Anthony Lynn, probably Anthony, the most surprising. Yeah, I was surprised by that one. I thought they like because they he won like four games in a row to end the season, right? I that's a good question. I don't actually know. I'm pretty sure he did, and like so that I was surprised that he got fired. And they did just beat the Chiefs. I know it was the Chiefs B team, but I mean I don't know. I figured you know going out like that and Justin Herbert playing as well as he did. Yeah. But and I think you could also make a case that potentially Justin Herbert got Anthony Lynn fired because yeah. he was playing so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest of the team was not playing well. And mm-hmm. Anthony Lynn constantly botching those end-of-the-game situations. Yeah. How, how are you an NFL head coach, but you don't know how to manage the clock? Yeah. Like, how do you make it that far? Yeah, it's like you can play Madden and kind of get an idea yeah, of yeah, how yeah. to manage the clock. Like, <laughs> it's like, like, hey, spike the ball if you don't have any timeouts. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> was, I remember there was one game. It was going into halftime. They were running out of time. Uh, and... Oh, it's actually happened a couple of games. I think it was also the 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 Bills game, if I'm not mistaken. I think they played the Bills. I hope they play, I, they definitely played the Bills. But there was a game uh, where go, going into halftime. This is not the Bills game, but going into halftime, they're running out of time. They're trying to really quickly score. Yeah, I think I uh, they have no timeouts game. left, and they end up. I think they go no huddle. Uh, and they call a run play yes, somehow. Yes, this is exactly what I was thinking of. Instead of spiking the ball, everyone in the world is like, okay, he's going to spike the ball. Yeah. He called a run play. Yeah, like, a run oh, play. What are you thinking? And, you know, when you run the ball, the clock keeps going, and they had no time to even kick a field goal. And I think the same thing happened, uh, and I think they were down by like by two scores, so it was not like a huge thing at the end of the Bills game. But the same thing, they, they were driving down. They're trying to quickly score so they can get an onside kick to to uh to potentially try to win the game uh and then i think they got really close to the goal line i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it was the bills game uh and again uh, a run play in the most inopportune of times and you waste a ton of and this happened over and over with anthony lynn okay do you think that they like the gm or ownership or whoever makes the decision to fire him do you think they call up justin herbert and they're like hey man 
what do you think? And uh, he's like, dude, this guy doesn't know how to manage the end of games. Like, that's a that's a good question. I I know for a fact that there are quarterbacks that have final say. Well, maybe not final say, but have a say. Yeah, like I wouldn't think things. Justin Herbert would have final say, but I would think like they would probably ask him for input, right? Like, yeah. and like honest input. Well, and you have to be careful with that as well because uh, a couple years back, when when Hugh Jackson of the Cleveland Browns was fired, and the Cleveland Browns were looking for a head coach. Uh, they basically hired Freddie Kitchens because yes, of Baker yeah. Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield essentially picked out uh, Freddie Kitchens as their head coach. Wasn't he a quarterback coach before that? I think he was. I think he was a running backs coach. A running back. So coach. he was a running. I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure he was a running backs coach. And then um, I believe, and I could get this wrong, but I believe he. Uh, so Hugh Jackson was fired, and then he became the offensive coordinator. After Hugh Jackson was fired, uh, and then, like the Wolverine. Excuse me. That's Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Right. All right. Wait. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, listeners, that you had to endure that. But uh, <laughs> every time Joel comes on, we're just gonna be so mean to Joe. Should <laughs> have put him down. Way to be, idiot. You don't know anything about football. You probably don't even know any of the head coaching vacancies. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of the head coaching vacancies, so now with those three guys fired, Adam Gase, Doug Marone, Anthony Lynn, they join Dan Quinn of the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Matt Patricia of the Detroit Lions, uh, and also Bill O'Brien of the Houston Texans. So that leaves... Billy O.B. Yeah, Billy O.B., the man with... Uh, never mind. We're not going to get into that. Honestly, but. you know what? I think that the Eagles should hire Billy O'B, fire Doug Peterson, just to completely tank their entire franchise, mm. worse than Doug already has. Yeah. And then, you know what? Boom. Well, listen, that's seems... rebuild from the ashes. That seems like a good idea, except for the fact that he would also get rid of all your draft picks. That's true. <laughs> so you don't really want that because the Texans have no first or second round pick. But speaking of that, so now the openings are the Chargers, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Falcons, the Jets, and the Lions. And that brings me to my question uh, here in this news segment is, Joel, what do you think out of these, uh, how many is there, six, six head coaching openings, which job would you most want to have? See, there's actually some good ones here. Like the Texans, you have Deshaun Mm -hmm. Watson, uh, the Jags, you have uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mm -hmm. probably, or Justin Fields after that college game that was freaking yeah, nuts that was a um, incredible game or you have uh justin herbert and honestly i'm thinking like i'm looking at the teams and i think that um the chargers are most like they're the best set up for future success mm. they have a good defense when it's healthy and like mm-hmm. they lost almost the most man games to injury this year they do every year yeah and like so mm-hmm. i feel like they are probably the best set up for success going forward and justin herbert was amazing this yeah. year so i would probably i'd pick the chargers that's that's I, I i like that pick and i i think i think you can kind of so there's there's two jobs that i wouldn't want uh in okay let's put this in perspective if somebody actually wants to hire me as a head coach i'll take any of these jobs <laughs> but uh absolutely but i would not take the lion's job uh if i had a choice between all the six of these teams because uh, it's, I just think it's a mess. They have that that franchise just has a history of of just being messy. Very and, sad. and you're in Detroit. I've been there. It's not a great place to be. Um, Atlanta again. Uh, Matt Ryan's awesome. Julio Jones awesome. Yeah, but yeah. you're gonna have to be tasked with replacing those guys very shortly. Very shortly. Uh, so those are the two jobs I think I would put at the bottom. The Jets are kind of an intriguing job. Yeah, the Jets. Oh, I you don't, you don't think I'm so. I I don't know. Like, 
their ownership is such a mess mm. and like their gm and everything the way that they relate to one each like one another mm. and everything i don't know yeah. i don't know you know but maybe if they take justin fields and like maybe they can rebuild i think they have like 11 picks or something yeah, like that they, they also have the uh seattle seahawks first round pick this year i believe they have a first round pick next year from them as well and if I'm not mistaken, also a second round pick involved there from the Jamal Adams trade. See, so maybe you're thinking like, hey, we can turn around. Like if you believe in the GM, you're like, hey, we can turn around pretty quick mm. and like maybe actually make something of it as long as ownership kind of stays out of it. I think uh, when you look at it, the Jets and the Jaguars, I think are very, very similar. Yeah. Similar jobs. I I think <clears throat> the, the Jets to me, uh, as bad as they were this year. If you look at the talent on the roster, and they are lacking talent. I mean, defensively, I don't think they have a very good roster at yeah. all. Their offensive line is still not very good. Mackay Becton is awesome. He 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 was he was really good for them this year, but they have incredible receivers. If you actually mm -hmm. go back and watch film on the Jets, uh, they have Denzel Mims, the rookie this year. Uh, Jamison Crowder, um, who's the other guy that I am thinking of? Oh, what's his name? He played for them. Rashad Perryman. That's oh, three yeah, yeah. three decent receivers right there. And uh, if you believe that maybe you can get something out of Sam Darnold, maybe you take Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. Penny yeah. Sewell. Penny Sewell. Uh, that's a that's a basically a home run pick right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have all those picks. Uh, and and same thing with Jacksonville. There's talent. I I, I was watching them try to defeat the Colts in, in a very sad situation <laughs> there for me uh, this week. I can just imagine the look on your face watching the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, try to beat the Colts. I'm depending on on Napoleon Dynamite to to win me a game. Uh, <laughs> and uh, okay, but we'll talk. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to but that. basically, uh, I just noticed like they have some good playmakers too. Like they have James Robinson was freaking awesome. This yes, last James year. Robinson's legit. He like, is like, he is really good. Like I think he was top five in the NFL in rushing yards and undrafted undrafted dude. that's insane yeah and like they have receivers lavishka chenault is a cool cool player uh they have dj chark he was had a disappointing year this year yeah but, i mean you can't really blame him like he was playing with mike glennon for most of the year so yeah. i don't know and listen i'm wearing a gardner Minshew shirt today uh, so i want you guys to see that it's, uh, i'm wearing it just because i think that if gardner Minshew played this weekend the dolphins would be in the playoffs okay, right yeah. now i got more on that okay when i'm ranting nice. later i let's, got more let's get into that but okay uh I, I haven't said mine i think i i think the chargers that's a good a really good uh mm -hmm. thing and i would i would be totally fine with the chargers job as well i think the jaguars job is super interesting houston as bad as it is with they have no cap room and yeah. they have no picks but they have deshaun watson yeah, who deshaun is, watson He's proven. He's legit. And he was he quietly led the league in passing yards this season. Did he wind yeah. up? He did. He led the league in passing yards. Wow. Which is crazy because he had nobody. Yeah, he had no one. Literally. He's throwing to like oh freaking he, Fuller he, who was yeah. who got popped for roids and yep. like Kenny Stills just left the team. And like, he threw to a guy named Kiki Kuti. Kiki Kuti. Kiki Kuti. <laughs> How is that a real person? That's like Chad Beebe. How is that a real name? How are these real people? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? But uh, I think if I had to, you know, I won't say Chargers, but that is a good job. But I think the Jacksonville job is really cool. Uh, yeah. I, defensively, they have they have players. They have good players at almost every position group. They have a great running back, James Robinson. Hopefully, he can duplicate his success next year. Uh, they have good receivers, like I talked about. Um, I, I think that their offensive line is fine. Defensively, they have talent. They drafted, oh, what was his name? The guy from, oh, Caleb on chase on this last mm. year. They have Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, uh, the other Josh Allen, the yeah. defensive lineman. He's good. Miles Jack, if, as long as I think he's a free agent, as long as he doesn't leave, but there is talent there. And I think the prospect 
of what Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be to me is is better than Deshaun Watson, better than Justin Herbert. And who's who's to say that he ever becomes that? Mm-hmm. Because it's all prospect. Yeah. But if 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 Trevor Lawrence is as good as people say he is going to be, I mean that is ch- franchise changing. Yeah. That's Peyton Manning to the Colts type of type of deal yeah. right there. And honestly, I'd rather live in Jacksonville than LA because well, I feel like LA is just a mess with oh, like yeah. all the traffic <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Jacksonville is like, I don't know. What do they do there? Just they just party, right? I think they just have a good time. Yeah, yeah. It sounds <laughs> like what, a, sounds like an all right place. That's why it sucks that Gardner Minshew is not going to be the quarterback there anymore because he yeah. just if you felt like the perfect face he was, of Jacksonville. He was the soul of Jacksonville. He absolutely was. Uh, but that kind of wraps up the Black Monday coaching carousel thing. We'll keep you updated on next episode. I'm sure there will be, uh, I don't know if there will be hirings, maybe, potentially, but there's a bunch of interviews going on. Uh, people are talking about Urban Meyer, the former Ohio State coach, potentially going to Jacksonville. That's interesting. That's a cool name. Yeah. He's got a cool name. Urban Meyer. A lot of coaches in college have cool names. Yeah. Urban Meyer. Nick Saban. Uh, even that's a cool name. Dabo Sweeney. Dabo the, Sweeney. The Clemson. What pl- is that even? How yeah. are you allowed to have a name who, that cool? Who names their son Dabo? <laughs> Especially when your last name is Sweeney. Sweeney. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> incredible. Uh, yeah. And there's a Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher is, a, is another guy. You guys are just sniffing a candle. That's glorious. But why don't we just jump into, real quick, all of the games from Week 17, a busy Week 17, the final week of the regular season. We made it. Who would have thunk it? Uh, through the fire and the flames, we carried on no all kidding. the way to Week 17. put these into two categories uh i i have in the latter part of it games that we will discuss a little bit as much as we want and like i said we're trying to run through these quickly as we have playoffs to talk about and that's really all that anybody cares about now but i i want to quickly just go through how we got to the playoffs because a lot of these games are key uh to 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 the playoff matchups they're these games are the reason that we have certain playoff matchups but i also have uh games i like to classify as who cares games? Who cares games? Who cares games? Because these are games between two teams that are not in the playoffs. Uh, so who cares? Who and cares? that is, Joel, and you can stop me if all of a sudden you want to talk about one of these games. But I, I doubt that I will. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that you will as well. <laughs> First up, we have the Jets and the Patriots, 14 to 28 in the Patriots' favor. Just stop me whenever you're ready, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> then we had the Vikings at the Lions. This was a shootout. 37 was a shootout. To, 37 to 35. And like, if you're a fan of football, you probably go back, watch oh, some yeah. of these games. Like Raiders versus Broncos was nuts too. Yeah. And this game was crazy. But exactly. like, who cares? Raiders, Bron- like Vikings, Lions, shootout, two-point victory for the for the Vikings. Uh, or sorry, Vikings, Lions. Yeah, I think I said that. And then Raiders, Broncos, one-point victory in a shootout. Like any other week, that's yeah. like the game of the week. Yeah, I watched the end of the Raiders-Broncos game because I was just like bored. And <laughs> I, like my son was napping. I was like, yeah, what the heck? And but it, it was like crazy. But even though it was like a nuts game, I did not care. I was like, yeah. "Wow, this is really wild." And if this were like week four, I'd be yeah. hyped up. But I don't care. It's like <laughs> the Raiders go for two and win it at the end. It's like, wow, who cares? Oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> like you just have a worse draft pick now. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> uh, and we'll get into draft picks later. But um, <clears throat> and then we move on to games that maybe matter a little bit more. We're gonna start off with the Ravens destroying you could even say shellacking the the cincinnati Bengals 38 to 3 and the biggest takeaway i have from this game is that the baltimore ravens 
ran for 404 rushing yards oh in this game. Oh my goodness. 400. 404. As a team, when I heard that stat, I was listening to a different podcast yesterday. When I heard that stat, How dare you? I was like, I was appalled. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. That's How insane. is that real life? Apparently that, I think it's like the second or third time that's happened since the 1950s. That's <laughs> wow. Four. Some some teams can go months without gaining 400 yards in a game. Yeah. You know, and they just did what did it all, just purely on the ground. Yeah. And Lamar That's Jack- like two Derrick Henry games. <laughs> Literally <laughs> one and a half, maybe. <laughs> one and a half. But uh, we'll get into that as well. Lamar Jackson also becomes the first quarterback to have consecutive thousand yard rushing seasons, which is crazy. There I think there's only like eight or nine players that went over a thousand yards rushing this year. All of them obviously are running backs except for Lamar Jackson, which is just crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. He's obviously not the passer that some of these other guys are, uh, guys like Josh Allen. But uh, but uh, it's impressive. A thousand yards is impressive. And I don't think he's a complete liability as far as passing goes. But he's he's not an elite passer. But yeah. basically all I want to say about this game, Joel, and you can, you can weigh in as well. Uh, when the Ravens are playing like this, Four, and I'm talking 400 yards rushing in a game, and they've they've been like this the last few weeks. When they're playing their style of ball, running the ball, who who can stop this team? Yeah, you know, uh, I would say Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen because yeah. it's like you're gonna rush and take up seven minutes and may like you you'll get a touchdown, but then Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes will come back on the field and in two minutes you'll you'll yeah. still be tied at seven seven. So like if you're the if you're the Ravens playing the Chiefs. Like that's your scariest matchup because even though yeah. you're maybe controlling the game, the Chiefs are never out of it. Neither are the Bills now, I would say, yeah. and they can strike back so fast that yeah. I don't know. Can can you depend on your on your like rushing to get a touchdown every time? Because but, that's what you kind of need. I think the argument would be, uh, and the Ravens have a really good secondary too. They have Marlon Humphrey, mm-hmm. Marcus Peters. That those are two All Pro level cornerbacks. I think it would be if you get a good enough game out of your defense and they have talent on that defense like that is a talented roster from top to bottom if you get a good enough game against your defense or with your defense against one of those teams and then you have on the other side of the ball you're getting the rushing game it's basically you have to have a perfect storm with yeah with 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 a team like the buffalo bills or a team like kansas city chiefs if if the ravens are playing their game on offense and their defense is playing good enough you can chew out the clock keep the ball out of out of the the opposing quarterback's hands and that is literally what yeah. you like that is a dream scenario for the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. I like I will say that as a Bills fan I was I was very excited that we weren't playing the Ravens. Like yeah. I like the, I think they are the scariest team on the lower seed side yeah. right now. For sure. For oh, sure. for sure. I th- I think uh, there there are a ton of teams. Uh, I think every team in the AFC was hoping they would not end up uh playing the Ravens and we'll get into who is playing the Ravens. Uh, later on in the episode but why don't we move on to the next game and it was the Buccaneers winning 44 to 27 over the Atlanta Falcons and speaking of teams heating up at the right time the Buccaneers wow. are absolutely heating up at the oh right my time goodness. Tom Brady is heating up at the right time it's cr- I didn't yeah. I thought he was done I oh, was like 100%. after like the first 10 weeks I was like this guy's he's yeah. done 
But it, like his last what three weeks have just been yeah. incredible. He quietly has had an like he's not going to win MVP, but an MVP caliber yeah, season. I would like, agree. He he's thrown for forty plus touchdowns, which is something that he hasn't done a ton in his career. And like, like the one of the mo- one of the highest uh, yardage seasons of his career yeah, too, right? Literally, and he, th- he threw for another th- almost. He was one yard away from four hundred yards in this game, four mm-hmm. touchdowns. Then you had Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown, both of them individually went over 130 yards receiving and both had two touchdowns it's insane did you see how uh tom brady threw he threw like three shovel passes to antonio brown at the end of the game to get him a bonus oh yes yeah. <laughs> yes there's a ton of the teams doing that this week to get the players their bonuses that's yeah. great uh but the bucks to me are another team they're heating up at the right time and when they're playing uh like this they're playing everybody's playing to the their their highest level guys like antonio brown who's been great the last few weeks chris godwin uh mike evans was hurt this week hopefully you know he'll be all right mm-hmm. and even gronk pitching in a couple things when they're playing like this they're another team that could go on a tear here yeah. in the playoffs and they might not be the, the the best team per se but uh in the nfl it's each each game's a one game series yeah. in the playoffs yeah right? i would i would say the buccaneers are scary man right now like oh, i i wouldn't want to deal with them and they've set themselves up really well which we'll talk about later but like gronk is also playing some of the best football he's played in like the last couple of years mm-hmm. and i don't just mean last year when he wasn't playing but like yeah. even the years before that he hasn't looked this good yeah. in a long time it's he and he's he, he looks like he's getting better as the weeks go on and i think that coincides with this team i think they're getting better uh, and it'll be interesting to see how they do in the playoffs. And speaking of getting better, the New Orleans Saints uh, defeated the Carolina Panthers. Another shellacking, a couple shellackings here off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saints win 33-7 to over the Carolina Panthers, completely demolishing the Panthers without Alvin Kamara, who was out with COVID. And the Saints actually caught a huge break. Uh, mm-hmm. They're playing on Sunday now. Uh, so Alvin Kamara will most likely be able to play. Yeah, unless he has it, right? He did have it. Oh, he did. He have did it. have it. He did have. Alvin Kamara had COVID. Oh, I thought he was just like a close contact. No, he. So if his symptoms go away, then he gets to play on Sunday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he he, he is clear. Like he's out of quarantine. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had it. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive he did have it. Uh, but yeah, he, if the, if they would have scheduled the game on Saturday, he would not have been able to play. But now, uh, now that it's on Sunday. Uh, he will be able to play, hey. uh, essentially, unless all of a sudden there's another setback. But. At least the Saints fans they can't con- they can't complain against the league now. Yeah, like, it's not like a pass interference yeah. situation like last year. Yeah, the league did you a favor; they put your game on Sunday. Be happy. Yeah, exactly. There you go, Saints fans, because they, you know, they always have things to complain about. But come yeah. on, just win games in the playoffs. Win games. Moving on to the next game, and this is one of the, I think this is the first game really that had uh, huge playoff implications. And it's the Pittsburgh Steelers falling, barely, the Pittsburgh Steelers B team falling to the Cleveland Browns, uh, 24 to 22. And for the first time since 2002, 2002, I was seven years old. Seven. Joe, Joe was not even born yet. Stop. <laughs> Those of you watching. Okay, Joe, what year were you born? 96, man. <laughs> Liar. The year of the... He was born in 2001. I was born in... I, I was loser. Born in two- you're not even, <laughs> loser! You're not even a 90s kid. <laughs> hey, you weren't born in 96, though. You Were Were you born in 2001? No, I was oh. born in 97. There's no way he was no, born in No, obviously not. I'm just... I'm like, okay. 2001, so you were one years old last time the Browns made the playoffs. We don't like to talk about his age too much because we don't think that people will take us seriously, you know, with, with a... <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm so sorry. I do love you. 
but uh, I also love the Browns making the playoffs for the first time. I was I was a little worried. Oh my gosh! I I, okay, so like Eagles are my team. I, I have a lot of teams. You've always known this. Oh, Eagles yeah. Eagles are my number one. Above all, I don't care. Eagles are my guys. Okay. Bills are my second. Th- they're my AFC team. Okay, that's fair. But the Browns over the last two years have kind of been like my crush team. Like mm-hmm. I have a crush on them. Yeah. Like I like watching them play. Yeah. They're like, no, nah, I'm not going to say anything. But they're, they're like, they're like. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, they're like my crush team. And I love watching them play. Yeah. But this game was scary. And I oh. thought they were going to lose to Mason Rudolph and miles garrett was gonna have to go home with his tail between his legs and i was so miles garrett was gonna have to hit him again <laughs> this time <laughs> hit him for with good. his helmet this again. time for good this <laughs> mason rudolph would never get up yeah, this, time. this time just put him out of his misery yeah uh yeah this was scary i mean the browns i think had a two score lead there late in the game and all of a sudden the, the mason rudolph starts oh marching down the field and and they make it a two-point game with that touchdown they go for the two-point conversion and they and, stopped it, yeah. Yeah, and they they didn't get as a Dolphins fan in the moment. I'm not gonna lie. I do love the Browns as well, and I always root for the Browns. I love uh, the underdog story. That's I've always been an underdog guy, and the Browns are literally yeah. the ultimate underdog. Yes. So yeah. I always root for the Browns. Uh, but at that moment, with my Dolphins being absolutely embarrassed uh, on national TV, I was rooting for the Steelers. It didn't go my way, so it's all good. Uh, I am excited for the Browns. But more news. Horrible oh my news. Goodness, Kevin Stefanski. <sighs> Not only Kevin Stefanski, Joel Batonio, one of their starting uh, offensive linemen, also out with COVID. I mean, just first time since 2002. Yeah. And now you're not going to have your head coach. And you're not going to have uh, a starting uh, offensive lineman. One of the best and, starting offensive linemen in the league. And their O-line is like super, super important. Like Baker needs time. Oh, like he needs to be able to run around back there and he needs time to make yeah. his plays. Oh, and like, let's, let's not forget who they're playing this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. They're playing freaking TJ Watt. Yeah. Like uh, One wait. of the best defensive lines in football. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, that's, that's tough. And just to, like Kevin Stefanski, potential coach of the year, and to not have him in this game, it just, it's hurts. It, it's devastating. It's not, it's kind of heartbreaking, actually. It like, is very. It, it's depressing. I feel really bad yeah. for them. But if it was, you know, if it was the Baltimore Ravens, they'd probably move this game into to like next April. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, because it's the Browns, <laughs> they're not going to do that. But well, listen, we're not bitter. Yeah, we're, we're not bitter. We're going to get into that. <laughs> uh, we'll get into playoff stuff obviously later. But on the next game, we have the Packers and the Bears playing a game, a, an NFC North matchup. The Packers end up running away with what was a close game there for a while, mm. a 35 to 16 victory for the Green Bay Packers at Soldier Field. Uh, and the biggest question I think from this game is, how, did Aaron Rodgers? And you know, we we're not going to answer the question because we're going to talk about the MVP uh, in in a little bit. But Aaron Rodgers potentially locking up the MVP trophy with four touchdowns in this game. Uh, but uh, you know, this game in general, not a whole lot to talk about. I feel like both these teams are going to be in the playoffs regardless. Yeah. Uh, Chicago somehow makes it back in. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. Mitchell, our boy, Biskey's going to the playoffs. Uh, but uh, a good win for Green Bay. They're in the number one seed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. No, it was exciting. It was a fun game to watch for a bit, but it just yeah. felt really inevitable. Like yeah. the Packers are going to win this. And I was, I, I would say, you know, the the final score is not impressive. I was during there's times during this game where I was impressed with the, with the Bears. I thought they played well. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers had three passes that should have been intercepted in this game. I think two of them were back to back. Uh, the Bears just could not catch. They could not catch the ball. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers made some mistakes, but uh, you know, you when you when you come at the king, you best not miss. And the Bears yeah. missed 
uh, a lot in this game. <laughs> yeah. uh, and speaking of misses, uh, that's not a good transition because the Seahawks and the 49ers played. Uh, Seahawks come away narrowly. They almost narrowly. almost couldn't do it against the 49ers, a frisky 49ers yeah. team, 26 like, to 23. I don't know, man. Like the the Seahawks, I'm looking at the stats right now. They had six points until uh, the fourth quarter with mm-hmm. 11 minutes left. Like, I don't know. Call me crazy, yeah. but I, I don't believe in the Seahawks okay. team at all. Like, all right, all right. I don't know. Slow down, slow okay, down, okay, slow down. Yeah. We'll get into that. I can't believe they won this game. They looked out of it. They looked out yeah. of sorts, but they pulled it off. I so. think this is, uh, and I, I, you know, I tend to sort of agree with it with the Seahawks. They've looked bad at times, but uh, Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator there for uh, for San Francisco, he's going to be head coach this yeah, year. Oh yeah, I mean, sure. he is. He's really impressed the last few weeks. The 49ers are just in it. They beat Arizona. What was it last week? Yeah. Uh, last week, yeah, uh, and just just impressive performances. Kyle Shanahan's one of the best coaches in the NFL, uh, and they just had way too much to deal with this year as far as yeah. injuries go. Uh, there is rumors that they're going to be potentially moving on from Jimmy G. I honestly, I think they should. Like, it's not a you hey, know, yeah, you know, I, Carson uh, Car- Wentz? Carson. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to push Carson Wentz on every it, team. Is right that now. an upgrade? Well, who knows? <laughs> who but, knows? I mean, they have the 13th pick in the draft, so I, I definitely yeah. could see it happening. Uh, there's some, there's some QBs out there. So yeah, and there's this year. Last year, it felt like almost no teams were looking for quarterbacks. This year, I think this offseason, and obviously we have a whole offseason to talk about this. But there's a lot of teams I think are going to be looking for quarterbacks yeah. this year, uh, and the 49ers are definitely one of those teams. Uh, and a potential another one of those teams could be the Los Angeles Rams. Who knows? Oh. Uh, they did win a game, however, against the Arizona Cardinals in eight to seventeen. What a weird score! Or this, sorry, eighteen to seventeen. This this no eighteen to seven, right? Eighteen to seven. Yeah. Sorry, yes. This game wow. was also super weird. Like yep. just the weirdest game. The I have Kyler of- Murray in fantasy, and I thought that I messed up, and he was sitting. Mm-hmm. But no, he just got injured on the very first drive. Yep. And then it was Jared Wolford versus Chris Strafeller. Sorry, sorry, I believe it's John Wolford. Oh, John Wolford. Put some respect on his name. Jared Goff, John Wolford. John okay. Wolford. Versus Streveler. Is it Chris Streveler? Streveler? Yeah, he, I don't know. He's a he's plays for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. <laughs> Blue Bombers. <laughs> not, he is not an NFL quarterback. They literally got him from, at all. Got him from Winnipeg. He won know. the Gray Cup last yeah. year, all right? Like, this guy, you <laughs> Let's know. Let's relax. I don't uh, know. Yeah. It, this was a joke of a game, I think, kind of. Yeah, I don't know if we need to talk about this game no. too much. It is disappointing ending for the Cardinals, yes. for sure. Yeah, uh, it sucks. You know, they looked at like a like a playoff team at times this year. They will not make the playoffs. The Rams, however, do make it in. It's just funny that these team teams were fighting for a for a playoff spot, uh, and and it and it came down to both of their backup quarterbacks. It's honestly uh, too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. It sucks. It sucks. But uh, Johnny Wolford, he plays a fine game, and who knows? There's chances he might start next week uh, in the playoffs as well. Uh, with Jared Goff struggling, who knows? But uh, and then on to the next game. We're getting close to the end of the games here. Uh, the Jaguars at the Colts. Uh, and the Jags walk away or walk away with a loss, twenty-eight to fourteen. <laughs> we won't talk too much because I think we got to get going through some of these games. But the Colts are in the playoffs, twenty-eight to fourteen. Joel, I don't know if you have anything you want to say about this nah, game. Just Jonathan Taylor, you know that's it. Jonathan Taylor is freaking crazy, uh, and you know this was a you know another game that was maybe closer than it should have been. Yeah, closer than it should have been. Uh, I don't know. It's just sad that I had to rely on Mike Glennon to win that game. 
<laughs> as a yeah. Dolphins fan. We'll get into the yeah. Dolphins game, but it's uh, it's a depressing reality, but it is, yeah. it's the reality nonetheless. And then we move on to uh, an amazing game. The Titans at the Texans. Wow. What a game. What a game. What a game. These these two teams are just fun. Flat it, out fun. It honestly, like watching that game, it I felt like JJ Watt deserved to win that game. Yeah. After like what he said last week about mm-hmm. how like we gotta try for our teammates yeah. and everything, and like how much effort he was putting out there, oh, yeah. I felt like the Texans are going out and they're winning this game for JJ Watt, and then they lost in the last bit, and I don't know, it sucked. Yeah, but. came down to uh, well, first of all, Derrick Henry passes two thousand yards. Yes, that was incredible. Two hundred fifty yards rushing in this Fifty yards. That guy is a, a weapon of mass destruction. Yes, that, I mean he is the scariest man oh in goodness. the NFL for sure. He should. We should. He should be part of the army because yeah. he is literally our own personal <laughs> he, Hulk. He is a super soldier. He absolutely like, he is. absolutely is. Uh, yeah, Him but, versus Captain America, I'm taking my boy Derek. Uh, right? I'm going to put my money on on King Henry, El yeah. Tractor Cito. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this game came down to the wire. The Texans end up tying it up. I think there was, what, tw- 18 seconds? Mm-hmm. 18 seconds left? Yep. And then Ryan Tannehill throws an absolute dime. He sets up Sam Sloman. Sam Sloman. Is it Sloman? I was saying Slowman during Slowman. the game. I hope it's not Slowman. <laughs> Sam Sloman uh, nails a game-winning field goal to send... Oh, not nails. Okay, well, he nailed something. <laughs> he hit the upright. He hit the upright and, and it, it bounced in. Mercifully went in. And the Titans win the AFC South. And they'll host a playoff game now. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun game. These two teams will be fun in the future. Obviously, the Texans were a disaster this year, but... The AFC South has some interesting teams, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, before we get into my Dolphins, why don't we just quickly go... Well, not we don't have to go quickly, but the, the NFC East. The NFC East finally got wrapped up here. Uh, first game, Cowboys-Giants. Uh, this was a game bo- both of these teams needed to win and have Washington lose to make it. Uh, the Giants walk away with a 23-19 victory over the Cowboys. The freaking Cowboys. Uh, I picked them to make it to the playoffs. <laughs> I, um, I okay. I appreciate you just like ride or dying yeah. with the Cowboys right yeah. to week seventeen. You did not stop yeah. believing in them. Yeah, they just they kept bringing me back. It was like <laughs> a it was like a toxic boyfriend. And they they lost the game on Wayne Gallman sitting yep. on top of the ball. The, like that was yep. just the the dumbest looking play yep. I've ever seen. The dumbest looking play for the dumbest division ever. <laughs> Uh, and the dumbest me for constantly getting sucked in by the Cowboys. Yeah. If they were my Super Bowl pick before the year, <laughs> Dak Prescott goes down. I give up on him. All of a sudden, Andy Dalton starts throwing dimes. I'm like, they're back, baby. <laughs> I'm picking them to go into the playoffs. Here we go, Cowboys. And uh, nope. Nope. They can't beat Daniel Jones and Joe Judge. Yep. Um, but speaking of Joe Judge, oh, why don't we move okay. on to the next game? <laughs> we'll get into Joe oh, Judge. Oh, I got a little thoughts bit. about Joe Judge, man. Washington. So this is the game that uh, ended up deciding the NFC. Well, are Washington. we doing Eagles first? Washington. Yeah, Washington oh. versus Eagles. Are you ready, Joel? Okay. I need to go to the bathroom first. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a quick bathroom <laughs> break. <laughs> We're back from Joel's pee break. Here we go. We're talking <laughs> Eagles. The Eagles fall to the Washington football team 20-14. to 14. Uh, And Joel, 
I'm just gonna throw it to you. What are your what, what kind of thoughts you have on this? Because this was a controversial game. Oh man, yeah, it it was very controversial and rightfully so. Um, I think like Doug Peterson. Okay, first off, I think that Doug Peterson should be fired after after this uh, okay. season. Um, I don't think that he should be allowed to run a team anymore. Ooh. You know, like, okay. I don't know, but he was tanking and I wish he would come out and just kind of say like, yeah. yeah, I put Nate Sudfeld in because I was scared Jalen Hurts was going to no. win us this game. I wanted this sixth pick, not the, not the ninth. And, but like, I don't know, man, it, no. it was so, it was painful. I, and like, I was texting with you and I got no. mad after, uh, I think it was after he, we had fourth and goal it was fourth and goal with eight yards to go and doug peterson when it was 14 to 17 went for it on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal and i was like you're not even trying anymore like you are you're not and he didn't even call a good play and like i was just like i'm done and then i just kept watching and i couldn't turn it (laughs) off (laughs) i was so mad but i couldn't turn it off and then he pulled jalen hurts and he puts nate sudfeld in and i was like oh my goodness doug what are you doing that was that was horse maneuver i mean there are some times this year doug peterson has done some things and he is doing the complete opposite of what he says he is yeah oh yeah to to put in uh nate sudfeld uh when uh, when you know Jalen Hurts was not playing bad, I don't think no, he was playing and bad. like he was making things happen. They were moving down the field. He had he had some rough drives. Yeah. Like I'll I'll agree to that. Yeah. But everybody in in like the world knows that their best chance to win was with Jalen Hurts Absolutely. on the field because he's done special things multiple yeah. times during oh, this yeah. year. He's even during games where they lost during that Arizona game, he nearly yeah. led them back. He was awesome. He's in done that game. some amazing things, and to to. to to bring out Nate Sudfeld, and I know it's a meaningless game. I know winning does nothing for them, but but don't act like you're trying to win. Them. But like, don't that's like that's it. the thing. Like Doug said after the game, we were I was coaching to win. No, you weren't. No, you like, weren't. You were absolutely not no. coaching to win. And it's you were coaching to lose or like just because you wanted to see yeah. what Nate Sudfeld had. Which I mean. It's fine. Just say that. Yeah. Don't tell me you're trying to win the game, though. Exactly. Like, and it's the same thing with the Carson Wentz situation this whole season long. He said, oh, the reason that we don't want to change is because um, it, w- it would indicate that we're giving up on the season. That's bull crap. That's that, not yeah, even. That's so absolutely. far from the truth. That's actually the exact opposite. Yeah, literally, it, would, it would have indicated that you were trying to save yeah. your season. You're lying through your teeth. And that's been Doug Peterson a couple times, more than a couple times. He's done some stupid things. And we saw... Um, uh, Miles Sanders. I don't know if you yeah, saw what yeah, he said. Yeah, today. I did. Yeah, he was saying how the team was not on board. He was with saying not one player wanted to do that. Yeah. You had Jalen Hurts on the sideline saying it ain't right. It yeah. ain't right. Like you had Jason Kelsey calmly approach Doug yeah. on the sideline and ask what the heck is going on. Yeah. And you had a couple offensive linemen holding back defensive players from like attacking doug like straight up like screaming at him insane like you i, I don't know the I, whole I, just, I he said that this is like a thing to win but honestly i don't know how the team culture kind of rebounds exactly. from something like that how do you recover from this yeah because you threw that game so obviously and against the will of your team mm-hmm. like and it's unfair to guys like zach ertz and jason kelsey who have given just yep years and years of their life mm-hmm. to this team and i know they make a lot of money whatever yep. but 
it is unfair to them. And and I saw like some heartbreaking tweets of like Zach Ertz and Jason Kelsey were sitting out on the field with a security man. Like they were just talking with this security guy until like 1.30 in the morning after the game. And like all the reporters were like, this is super weird. Like these guys are normally out of here by now. But I think they were just really like lamenting the night and like lamenting that they're leaving Philly. And And that's it. That's how it ends. I just, I don't know where you go from here with Doug Peterson. And I'm not gonna say like I'm not surprised that he wasn't fired. I I said it. I've been saying it for a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, even me a couple times. Yeah. Even when you thought he was getting fired, I I just had a feeling with with the, the run that Jalen Hurts went on these last few weeks that he was gonna he was gonna retain his job, uh, and but I just I don't know how you re- rebound off yeah. of this. Like, how does the culture not completely spoiled at this point? I don't. How do you look your players in the eye yeah. and tell them that you're gonna try to win next year? Yep. When you like so obviously threw a game, and I think. Like next year, you got a guy like Miles Sanders saying to the media, not one player agreed with this. Well, Miles Sanders is one of your best players going into next year. So if you show him next year, even once with a questionable decision that you're maybe not trying to win, he's totally going to write you off. Oh, yeah. No respect. Yeah. You you lose all respect. Yeah, exactly. That's I really felt, especially after that game, like Doug should have been fired whether he was doing what ownership wanted or not uh because the players just won't respect him nope. anymore that was that was rough yeah uh, but that said the be that being said that being said i mean we just laid into doug for a lot but giants here fans, we go oh my goodness like you guys are just so whiny oh like joe judge God. i saw a video of joe judge talking about all oh, the integrity of the game the integrity oh. of the game oh. like we have to respect the game. We got to respect the players. Like, why is it that only the Eagles are catching crap for yep. tanking true. when the Jacksonville Jaguars have been sitting Gar- Gardner Minshew yep. and playing Mike Glennon for like, what? how many weeks have it been? Like six weeks? Yep. When uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers gave the Browns a playoff spot by playing Mason Rudolph and sitting their entire, like pretty much all of their team. Woo. Like, you had so many players. Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing today. Like, everyone is is resting. And, yeah. like, so many teams are losing games almost on purpose this week yeah. in week 17. But it's the integrity of the game, man. Like, oh, yeah. man. And, it's, and it, to a certain extent, I, you know, <clears throat> I understand. You don't want teams to... to, to and we were just taught... We, we don't like what the Eagles did. We don't like that no, they, they yeah. gave up. We don't like that they put in Nate Sudfeld. But the Giants, I calm down. Like, like you won six yeah. games. Win more than six games, yeah. tough guy. And like, like let's if, relax. If you had wanted to make the playoffs, just beat the Eagles in yep. what what week was that? Like week eleven when yep. they they were up in the last minute and Boston exactly. Scott scored yeah, exactly. a game winning touchdown. Like just win that yep. game. Win, and you're in the playoffs. Win seven games. Yeah. <laughs> my team, my Miami Dolphins went ten and six and didn't make the playoffs. I don't have a whole lot of empathy for a team that went yeah. six and ten and, and is have, whining about missing the playoffs. You have Darius Slayton and yeah. all these other players just yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, Give and they're whining break. on Twitter. It's like, Give get off, like log out. Yeah. Just deal with your own crap because your team is not good. It's like, embarrassing. Your team was bad yeah. this year, and that's why you missed the playoffs. Yeah. Not because the Eagles tanked in week 17. Don't act like the Eagles were the only thing stopping you from winning a Lombardi this year. <laughs> like, let's like pump the brakes, man. You're the like literally you have to win seven games that's not even half your games yeah and when you talk about the, how 
stacked the AFC this was this year. I have zero empathy no. for any of these NFC. No these sympathy. Games. No sympathy. No sympathy. Nothing. I'm I'm done. And Joel, unless you got anything else you want to say about no, the Eagles game, I, I'm done. The Eagles. Uh, this season sucked. <laughs> it was not fun. Season in review. It sucked. It uh, honestly, if if I were to give my season review, there are very few positives. Like our team is old. We're like decrepit at this point. We have so many injuries all the time, and everyone's like, "Oh, if the Eagles just get healthy," but no. The fact is, like our o-line is so old jason mm. kelsey's probably gonna retire at the end of this year which that like he's a pro bowler like he's an yeah. all pro center so what are we gonna do there we have a lot of work to do and yeah this season was long not fun. way to go i mean at least we have miles sanders and jalen hurts but i think that's our only positives on with, this team with right negative now. 70 million dollars in cap space and the carson Wentz situation what we which we didn't even talk about oh, but gosh. there's certainly i'll definitely have to have you at, on again during the off season sometime to talk about oh, where the man. eagles go with the future but before and we still we're gonna have to run through this a little bit quicker than i anticipated okay. but the dolphins game dolphins obviously lose to not only the Bills starters, but also the Bills backups. <laughs> they, they lost them both in they both They literally halves. lost them both. They got outscored. <laughs> like, the Dolphins only scored 26. The Bills scored 56. Uh, the Bills starters scored 28. And the Bills uh, backup scored 28. <laughs> so, literally the most depressing loss you can have <laughs> oh, as a Dolphins awful. fan. Uh, and, and pardon me, Joel, if all of a sudden I go... Uh, long without you know letting you talk but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get some things off my chest hey that's all right I the dolphins it's uh i don't know it's it's disappointing and it's disappointing in a different sense than than usually with the dolphins because usually it's like yet yeah, we're the dolphins like this is what happens every year we lose we disappoint it just felt like this year was different this team felt different um i just Honestly, I was stunned because I didn't think this team, I thought this team was good enough to not get completely embarrassed. And it would be another thing if you lose this game 23 to 26 or something, but to lose it in the way that they did, uh, it just, that's not, that's not who this team was all season Where their long. defense let them yeah. down, right? Oh, 100%. Like, and it wasn't just Tua. And Tua did not play well in this game. I will not sugarcoat it. Uh, and you can put the blame on Chan Gailey in the first half. I think he was a freaking disaster and he should be fired yesterday already but uh second half two or through three interceptions he only had two going into this game uh and he did not play well but the defense let you down and it's just the disappointing part is this team that we have to go out seeing in week 17 is not the team that i watched for 16 weeks yeah. mm -hmm. they're not the team that was so exciting and so fun and it's just it's so disappointing to be 10 and 6 and miss the playoffs uh but you know this team was 5 and 11 last year they completely tore their roster apart they had the most undrafted free agents last year on their roster that, than anybody had ever on their mm -hmm. team. And to, to win 10 games after that is, you know, it's tremendous. It's, it's good coaching, honestly, oh, yeah. like from Brian Flores. Like, yeah. The guy is a wizard. Like, I, I, it, who knows? I think, you know, this this game might have tainted his chances at coach of the year. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think he he definitely deserves recognition. And, and it, it is good to feel like you're going in the, move, in the right direction. Uh, and real quick, before we move on to the other things, uh, a lot of a lot of questioning Tua right now. And before I get into, I have a whole thing here. But Joel, as an outsider looking in, uh, you you're not a Dolphins fan. I am a Dolphins fan. I would like to know what your perspective is on the Tua thing. You don't have these aqua and orange colored glasses that I do. Yeah. 
What is your perspective? Should the Dolphins move on from Tua? What are your thoughts on Tua? I, I would not suggest moving on. Um, see, like I come from like watching hockey where players take like four or five years sometimes mm-hmm. to get to get going. So like I know football is different. Football is very, very different. It's it's almost like year one or year two or you're like Dwayne Haskins where you're mm-hmm. cut. But I don't think that you can cut or like move on from Tua this fast. I think that you have to give him an off season where he's the guy. Like last year, yeah. it was very clear that Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be the guy going into the season and maybe they would hand, hand it off to Tua. But I feel like they need to kind of build around Tua and like see what they can get out of him yet because it's too it's way too soon to give up on a guy where he had I think eight games yeah nine nine starts nine starts total nine so starts. he had nine starts with a team that was built around someone else yep. and it was built very differently and like you were saying like the offensive coordinator ran the offense completely different when Tua was in. Oh, 100%. So I feel like you you got to fully, like on the yeah. in the next year, you have to fully hand it over to him. If it doesn't work out, then yeah. you think about moving on. And that's, yeah, obviously we'll talk, you know, we have a long offseason to talk about, you know, where, where these teams go in the future. And I think that's... Uh, that's where this team needs to go. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to not be back on this team yeah. next year. Is, is, it creates is, too much confusion. Yeah. As great as he is, and I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, he needs. To, you need to. You need to get rid of him, and you need to let guys know Tua is the guy. Mm-hmm. We're riding with him. And to me, uh, you talked about how hockey people take time to develop, and it hasn't always been like this in football. It hasn't always been rookie quarterbacks need to succeed now or yeah. we're done with them mm-hmm. but it's just been recent years you had the cardinals draft josh rosen a couple of yeah, years back yeah. and then immediately move on from him but people want to compare to a situation to josh rosen situation and i just want to say real quick before we move on that's just just don't do that that's that's not right the the numbers are not close yeah. I, I have numbers written down i did research so josh rosen 13 starts 55 percent completion percentage uh, Tua in nine starts, 64% completion percentage. Oh, that's much higher. Uh, nine starts, Tua had 1,814 yards passing. Uh, 13 starts for Josh Rosen, 2,278 yards. So that averages out. Josh Rosen was thrown for about 162 yards per game. Uh, Tua was thrown for about 181. So that's 20 more yards. Not overly impressive. Uh, but then 13 starts, Josh Rosen, 11 touchdowns. Nine starts, Tua, 11 touchdowns. Oh, there you go. 14 interceptions for Josh Rosen, five interceptions for Tua Tonga-Vailoa. And, and keep in mind, three of those came in the last game. Exactly. And a 3-10 and 10 record uh, in those 13 games for Josh Rosen. 6-2 and two record for, for Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Mm. Uh, and... Uh, I I found a little uh, a little player you guys might have heard of Josh Allen. I pulled up his rookie stats. Oh, this is everyone's favorite thing to do right now. Yeah, and and I I, I want to preface this by saying Josh Allen is an anomaly. We don't see this very often. Uh, I I do think quarterbacks do some of them take time to develop, and you look at a lot of quarterbacks, their rookie years are not impressive. Uh, Josh Allen, his rookie year, fifty three percent completion percentage. So that's compared to two of sixty four. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, Josh Allen, this is 11 starts, by the way, compared to Tua's 9. 2,074 uh, passing yards, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, Tua had 11 and 5 in, mm-hmm. in, in, in 9 starts. Uh, Josh Allen threw for 172 yards per game. 
where Tua was 181. Josh Allen was five and six in those starts. Mm. And I will also say Josh Allen did have over 600 yards rushing yeah. and eight rushing touchdowns. So that's, you know, <laughs> like compared that kind to, of offsets yeah. some stuff, Com- right? Compared to Tua's two touchdowns, uh, or sorry, uh, three touchdowns on the ground. Mm-hmm. But that's never what Tua's going to be. He's not going to be a rushing yeah. guy. But I think you can see in those stats, like, you can develop a guy. And, and maybe mm-hmm. he will never be the guy that Josh Allen has become this year. Uh, because, I, like I said, Josh Allen is an anomaly. But just give a guy a chance. Josh yeah. Allen, I talked, and I should know firsthand, I talked so much crap about Josh Allen yeah. coming into the season. I did not think he was good. And if I was, uh, let's say I was me last year and Tua was coming into his second season, I would probably be talking, and he was on a different team, I would be talking a ton of crap about Tua. Because the, I did the same thing with Josh Allen. But uh, I would say just give a guy a chance. Uh, you cannot compare him to Josh Rosen. Uh, and I don't think you can compare him to Josh Allen. But mm-hmm. I think if, if you can find that middle ground or, or get somewhere near to where Josh Allen has developed yeah. into, like give him a chance. The Dolphins had 20 dropped passes this year. That's top 10 in the league in dropped passes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they had guys playing for them. Guys like, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys, Isaiah Ford. At receiver, uh, that's a no for uh, me. Isaiah Ford. Uh, uh, there was guys like um, I'm blanking on some of their names. Uh, that makes sense because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Antonio Callaway, who's not even on the team anymore, and they had Malcolm Perry, who was a quarterback in college last year. Yeah, last year, yep, last year, Lynn Bowden. How is that real? Lynn life? Bowden. One sec. Who was a quarterback in college last year? <laughs> Two quarterback college quarterbacks. He was throwing to. That makes zero sense to me (laughs) so just have patience dolphins fans uh and we'll finally move on to the next segment uh we're gonna have to run through this a little bit are we doing mvp now uh yeah oh very good oh i I honestly i feel like this is a quick conversation okay mvp pick real quick mvp who you got Uh, i got uh aaron Rodgers, uh despite josh allen's best, best efforts like i feel like josh allen going into the game on sunday was a mistake i like, or I felt like at the beginning, especially when he threw the interception, I was like, oh my gosh, Josh Allen is yeah. ruining all of the momentum that he was coming into the playoffs with after week 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he turned around. He had a good he had a good half anyways. But I do feel like Aaron Rodgers, four touchdowns and like having more touchdowns than punts yeah. and your team had punts. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You win the MVP for that. I I agree. I thought you would go Josh Allen, but uh, I also went Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win. And, and this is not to take anything away from Josh Allen. What Josh Allen did this oh, year is it's crazy. It's outrageous, especially and, where he was yeah, last year. Yeah, where like what the end of the year? What did he do? He like ran forward and like he he was like running and then oh, threw yeah, the, and then the it was Texans like a game. It was what was that Texans the last play. It was like he, he threw a lateral, right? He and threw it, a lateral, and and he was just doing all kinds of stupid things in that yep. Texans game, and everyone was questioning him. And I remember thinking, like, while watching that game, I was like, "Man, this guy, like, he's crazy athletic, and he's built yep. like a moose. He could be something, but like, he yep. makes all these dumb it's decisions, like, yeah. and he changed that this year. He still has like more interceptions than Aaron Rodgers, which yeah. I feel like is also another reason why he shouldn't win yeah. the MVP. But like, so he still makes some questionable decisions, but he's cut down so much oh, yeah. on that. And I, I feel like he had an incredible season, but Aaron Rodgers was just next level. You can, you can't discount like who said Josh Allen for uh, 4,500 passing yards, 37 touchdowns through the air, 10 interceptions. 
uh, which is not bad. People scoff at 10 interceptions now. That's not a bad number no. of interceptions. He also had 400 rushing, uh, over 400 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. He also had a receiving touchdown, so a ton of touchdowns. But Aaron Rodgers, to me, also MVP, uh, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's insane. Yeah. Then you have 70% completion percentage. Yeah. He also had three rushing touchdowns. Uh, and like you said, just that stat about more touchdowns than punts. It's ridiculous. You it's win outrageous. the MVP for that. You, you yep. get that. Also, though, I feel like Derrick Henry, yes. he deserves some buzz. Like yep. 2,000 yards and like getting 250 in the last game. Like he is superhuman. Yep. And and I wish there was like a more prestigious award for him. Yep. But like he probably won't get much. He might get Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's it's just so hard for a running back to win it now. Yeah, I know. And and there should be like some kind of award to like show like, holy crap, you're amazing. Yeah. Like, because like that transcendent season, like yeah. just really, really good. The last running back to win it was 2012 It with Adrian Peterson. He was the last running back to also go over 2,000 yards. And I think, you know, in any other season, maybe you, you can consider it. Derek Henry, I definitely, like you said, I have him written down here. I think he deserves uh, recognition. He's only the eighth player to ever go over 2,000 yards. Yeah. Just an insane season. Yeah. And it's just like, he's like, oh, I need to, I need like what, 250 yards to get to 2,000? Okay, fine, I'll just do it. And <laughs> he just go. does it. And he's playing the Texans yeah. who have no O or no D line. <laughs> no, so he's like, yeah. sure. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers as well. But definitely a lot of candidates he, this year for the MVP race. And real quick, before we get into our playoff picks, we're just going to uh, go over the biggest surprises and the biggest disappoint surprises in, in, in a positive way and the biggest disappointments uh, from this season. And Joel, why don't we just start right. with you? So surprises. My surprises are Josh Allen and the Bills, obviously. 100%. I was thinking more of like a like a 10 and 6 team, yeah. uh, not a two seed, that's for sure. And Josh Allen, I was not expecting him to become a, an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Maybe a better quarterback than he was last year, but not this. This mm-hmm. this was very surprising for me. 100%. And, and then also, sorry, I also have uh, Tom Brady. Oh, yes. Because I was not expecting Tom to have this kind of season. Yep. He... he Passed for 4,600 yards. Crazy. I will admit I was wrong. I thought Tom Brady was going to be bad in in Tampa Bay. He was not. Great season from Tom Brady. He he just continues to... Like a quarterback his age, I think he's 43 now. Yeah. He should not be allowed to do what he's doing. No. Like he... He should be long retired. Peyton yeah. Manning retired a long time ago at that age already. Yeah. So it's just it's definitely crazy. He surprised me as well. I I, I thought he was gonna be okay, but but even I am impressed by what he's become. And and you talk about the Josh Allen thing. That was my uh, surprise as well. Uh, the Bills not so much. I I figured the Bills would win this division. Yeah, uh, I thought they would win. I would thought they would win it as well, and they still would have a ten and six. Yeah. But I didn't think like. Two, exactly. two seed was ab- above and, and yeah. beyond. And that's why Josh Allen is my surprise because like I knew the Bills would be good. I, they have a good team. They have a good roster. Brandon Bean, <clears throat> Brandon Bean, and Sean McDermott have done a tremendous job building that roster. But Josh Allen, like to go from so last year he's at fifty eight percent completion percentage. He's at sixty nine this year. Yeah, he has three thousand passing yards last year. He has four and a half thousand this year, and then twenty touchdowns to the air last year. 37 this year I oh mean, my gosh that's actually just, blowing me away just hearing that it's, it's the crazy. biggest improvement I, I i can remember from a quarterback yeah. i just you hope you know he continues to play yeah i'm wondering what it will look like next year when maybe teams have more film on him could be obviously i don't think he's going to play every single year at this high level but yeah but he just blew me away this year yeah. 
Uh, and you got any more surprises? Well, I guess like the Stefan Diggs uh, oh, connection, yes. that, that was surprising. And I think that that helped Josh Allen a lot. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's times where it seemed like the only person he was throwing passes to yeah, was Stefan like, Diggs. I, I know you and I have talked about it a lot of times where like Josh Allen is like in the pocket, gets into trouble, rolls out to his yep. right, throws for like a 25-yard completion, and it's always to Stefan Diggs. And yeah, he's always... 15 yards open. Yeah. Like, there's nobody I, else around him. I feel like Stefan is, like, he has to be one of the best receivers at, like, seeing that his route, the, the route that he's running isn't going to work. Yep. And, like, but still getting open and being able to communicate that with his quarterback to, like, hey, I'm doing something on my own now. Yeah. And it's working. And so, like, and it's, I'm 15 yards open now. And I and think like, that's so, that so often. That me- meshes so well with what, with what Josh Allen is. Oh, sorry. That was so loud with what Josh Allen is uh, as a quarterback because he's a guy who's going to make uh, extra time in the pocket. He's going to roll yeah. out. He's going to do these crazy things. He's, he's got this cannon of an arm. Yeah, and he's like, and Stephon Diggs, absolutely, like you said, he's he's probably the best receiver in in seeing, okay, this play is broken. Mm-hmm. I just need to find an open part of the field. Yeah, get, and get, get me the ball. And it, it happens and like, multiple times every game. Yeah, and Josh Allen has such a cannon that it does, you know, it like, your defense can't react to, oh crap, Stefan is yep. now all of a sudden, oh, he's five yards away from me. And like Josh Allen will throw that ball like 100 yep. miles an hour yep. right at his face. And then Stefan can run, yep. like he can get some yards after catch yet. The speed at which it's from, it goes from Josh Allen's hands to Stefan Diggs' hands is, it's too quick to defend. He yeah, just can't incredible. do it. Uh, but I don't know if you have any more surprises or no, you just want to jump mine. into disappointments. Disappointments. All right, so for disappointments here, I almost left Carson Wentz off of the list. Whoa! I've been thinking about this all day, and I didn't think about Carson Wentz until about 6.30, and we start recording at 7.30, so <laughs> almost <laughs> only an hour before, because I, I forgot that we had him as like a top 10 or a top 5 QB oh, going 100%. into this year, and I feel like... He's been bad for years. You know, like... Well, it feels like a long time. It it has... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's felt like a really long time that he's been bad. And I forgot that it's only been this season. So Carson Wentz is my biggest disappointment. Absolutely. I almost forgot about him. I was struggling to figure this out. But yeah, Carson Wentz. And then also, like, the Vikings... As a team, yeah. I liked the Vikings going into the season. Yeah. Defense was just too bad. They couldn't overcome it. Yeah. And Kirk just can't play in big games. Yeah, I mean, Kirk. I, I don't know. I, I feel like they should move on. Yeah, they, I don't know. They need to get somebody in there. And then uh, my last one, maybe this is just like week 17 bias, but the Cardinals, I was, I thought they yeah. were a better team than 8-8, eight and eight, and I thought they should have been in the playoffs. They are better than the, than the Bears, but... Yeah, alas, you know it is disappointing the way it ended. Yeah, and I think you can say the Dolphins in the same way. You, I I could almost put the Dolphins as my most surprising and most disappointing team mm-hmm. because the, to if you would have told me that the Dolphins are ten and six this year, I would have think thought you were insane. Yeah, yeah. And, but uh, also disappointing because it sucks that they missed it here at the yeah. end because the team that had they had become uh, just wasn't what they were in that last mm-hmm. week. Uh, but my biggest disappointment, and this is maybe not the biggest disappointment, this was a team that I was very high on going into this year. And that's the Denver Broncos. Really? Yeah, Drew Locke. I can't. I I gotta say, like, I did not believe in Drew Locke. Like, and I, I, I and maybe that's honestly my ignorance, where I didn't know enough about him. But no, I, I think that's a fair opinion. <laughs> I think that's a fair. I just thought 
And it's not even that Drew Locke was amazing. If you look at his stats from last year, he only played like, what, the last four games. They weren't that good. But I figured they brought in Jerry Judy. Uh, You had Cortland Sutton. Obviously, Cortland Sutton was injured for most of the season. Almost the whole year. Yeah, so that sucked. KJ Hamler, they also drafted. They have Noah Fant. They have Melvin Gordon Mm -hmm. uh, and and, uh, Philip Lindsay. I just figured with all these offensive weapons and a very good defense, I mean, they have probably the best safety tandem in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Von Miller was hurt. Obviously, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, but they have a good, a decent defense. Uh, I thought they would at least, you know, sniff the playoffs. And they just look like a team moving in the wrong direction. They yeah. finished last in the AFC West this year. That yeah. And and like the Jerry Judy thing was very disappointing. Like oh, he 100%. was, he was like dropping passes all over the field, and mm-hmm. like I don't know, like, f- like five drops in, in in week sixteen. Yeah, like extremely disappointing like yeah he's gonna have to take a big step next year and i'm I sure i don't know they, they can say all they want about drew Locke. he he just didn't show anything to me this I, year i i think yeah. they, they're gonna find a new guy carson there. wentz Car- another carson <laughs> every everyone uh, but why don't we just jump into uh the playoff matchups uh finally we're at the playoff matchups we wanted to save time for the playoff matchup but this is gonna be a long episode yeah we definitely did not do yeah. that we were, uh, i remember we started we started recording we're like Hey, let's fly through everything else so we can yeah. talk about the playoff matchups. Well, it's just, you know, you know we, we enjoy each other's presence so much. Yeah, Joel, I, I, I had a good time. I don't know about you. Oh, absolutely. But why don't we jump into the Saturday, Saturday game? So this is uh, in order of the way the games will be played. I don't know if you have that. Yeah, that's exactly down. what I have. Perfect. Yeah. So first up on Saturday, we have during the, what is it called again? The super, super wild, wild card, card weekend. weekend. Super wild card weekend. We have the Colts. And the Bills, uh, the seven seed going against the two seed at one o'clock or one o five p.m. Uh, Joel, who you got in this matchup? And you can I, talk at all if you want to talk about the matchup. You can talk about it. I feel like uh, this is very obvious. I have the Bills. Mm. They are my 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 boys in this playoffs because there's no Eagles. Um, I I think that honestly. I'm I'm struggling. I I'm a Leafs fan, so I'm very pessimistic in entirely when it comes to playoff matchups but i'm trying not to be with the bills because i i haven't i haven't followed them for more than like three years so i haven't been like heartbroken by them for for my last 25 years of my life but like i i honestly i do think that they're gonna shred the colts like i think this is this game is gonna be like 42 to 21 and it's like the colts have a good defense i understand that and and maybe i'm not good enough but the Bills are on another level yeah. right now, and Philip Rivers and Jonathan Taylor cannot hang with that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just think that the Bills are on a whole another level right now. I I I got the same. I got the Bills winning, uh, and I and I hate to do this because going into the season, uh, I really like the Colts. I thought they were one of the most intriguing teams in the NFL. Uh, but the Colts are a team I believe in the least this weekend. Yeah, uh, and and I'm sorry. I don't. Carlos, my cousin, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm sorry you're a big uh, Colts fan. And I don't want to hate on the Colts, but to me, the Bills are just on another level right now. And if the Colts were playing any other team, and I mean any other team, if they're playing the Titans, they're playing the Ravens, they're playing the Browns, the Steelers, I would give them a much better chance. Yeah, exactly. It's just such a tough matchup. And I I like you. I I just have no confidence in the Colts. The only way you can really see them winning is if Jonathan Taylor does what he does again and just keeps the ball in his hands, keeps it away from Josh Allen. I just, I don't trust the game in Philip Rivers' yeah, hands. I no. just don't trust it. 
So I'm going to pick the Bills as well. Mm -hmm. And then we move on to the next game. This is the 4.40 p.m. game on Saturday. And it's the divisional matchup. The Rams versus the Seahawks. Who you got, Joel? I have the Rams if Goff is in. Yeah, I don't believe in the Seahawks. I said that earlier. I don't think that... And I honestly, I remember in week one, I told you, I don't believe in the Seahawks. You did. You did tell me that. And like, I think if Goff is in, I think the Rams win this. I like Sean McVay. I like Sean McVay a lot better than... um, What's the... Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. I like Sean McVay a lot better than Pete Carroll. And I think that Pete Carroll's going to be like, hey, we got to run the ball for some dumb reason. That's fair. You should just let Russ cook. And like, I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah, I think that the Rams are going to win because of better coaching. And uh, I just don't believe in the Seahawks right now. I don't, uh, I don't think that that's an insane pick. I picked the Seahawks to win this game. uh, And I I thought that we would maybe not have any different picks in this first round. But so I'm glad that we did. Uh, But, uh, I think the Rams are overly, you know, overall a better, m- maybe more talented team. But yeah. uh, uh, when it comes down to it, if Johnny Wolford is starting, or even Jared <laughs> Goff, I, I just Jared Goff has not played well this year. Uh, I, I think the Seahawks are. I, I don't totally believe in them either. I don't think that they're they're a Super Bowl contender. Uh, spoiler alert for the rest of our picks. But I'm gonna <laughs> pick, I'm gonna pick them to beat beat a depleted Rams team at this point. I would not be shocked to see it go the other way. But uh, why don't we move on to the late game, the 8-15 game there uh, on Saturday. It's the Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. Uh, I mean, I think we both have the same pick for this one. I think it's the Buccaneers, right? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. I think we have to. Uh, I don't know. I, I did make a bet with you at one point that the NFC East would win a playoff yeah. game. Yeah, hey, I'm going to win a coffee from this. Who knows? You know, <laughs> I, the Buccaneers are a team all along. I felt like they're either going to make a huge dominant run to like the NFC Championship game or they're going to lose in the first round to to a team but i feel like the way that they're playing right now oh man i could I just, see it i could see like if it works out i don't know how the seating will all work out but i could see them versus like the packers in the nfc 100 percent. and we'll you know we'll get we're gonna go through our entire prediction for the remainder of the playoffs quickly uh not as in depth as we're going right now but uh the buccaneers yeah i, I think they're gonna beat washington then yeah. we move on to the Sunday game. The first game up we have is a rematch from last year, the Ravens. And this time they're in Tennessee playing the Tennessee Titans at 1.05 p.m. Uh, on Sunday. And who you got? This is, I will preface this by saying this is the game that I had the toughest time picking. I, I also would say that I did, but I let my personal bias slip in. I don't really like Baltimore. I'm <laughs> taking the Titans. I believe in Derrick Henry, there Ryan Tannehill. I love the Titans offense. I hate their defense, but I think that I'm, I mean, I think, I hope, I pray that they will be able to get it done against uh, Lamar Jackson. I, I, I legit had almost a midlife crisis trying to pick this game. I, I almost cried. I almost, you know, (laughs) I had a tough time. Like it genuinely, I think these two teams are very evenly matched, but I had to give the edge to the Ravens. Uh, just because I think they're a more complete team. I think these teams are so similar. Yeah, they are similar. In, in the they're very fact, similar. Very in the fact that you know the run game is is such a huge thing. And I, I I was texting you this weekend and saying that Derrick Henry is ready to take souls. Yes. In this postseason, I so that it it pains me to pick the Ravens. I don't hey, want to pick the Ravens. But Ryan Tannehill, I would say, is like a much better passer oh, than Lamar Jackson. But I I know that you can't discount Lamar Jackson running the ball. Yeah. 
But I feel like Derrick Henry evens that yeah. playing field, and that's yeah. why I picked the Titans. Like, what really pushed me over the edge is the defenses. Yes, the yeah. Titans defense. I can just imagine Lamar Jackson tearing that defense yeah. up. And then the Ravens, I think they have a good defense. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. their defense is is good, especially when they're healthy. They have two amazing corners. Uh, you know, I I think I think that's kind of what pushed it over the edge. So I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Yeah, and you know what? What pushed me over the edge? Personal bias. Personal bias. And that's fair. You know, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't all have to be analytical here. Yeah. We can have some bias involved. Uh, but moving on to the Bears at the Saints, the 4.40 p.m. game, Joel. And oh, no, I have a feeling. Hey, I know I'm talking you're... about personal bias. Uh-oh. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I was here and I said that uh, the Saints, in my hot takes, I said the Saints would lose in the first round. I'm sticking with that. I'm going with the wow. Bears. Wow. Mitch com- Urbisky. How do you feel about that? I don't feel confident. but you I know hate what? the fact that you're rooting on Mitch Urbisky and I have to go against <laughs> him because I picked the Saints to win uh, this game i don't totally believe in the saints as a as an entity as a as a playoff uh contender in the future i'm gonna pick them to beat uh just because it's in the dome if this was in chicago i would absolutely yeah. pick the bears uh, i love the what the bears are doing lately i liked what they did for two or three quarters against uh green bay uh mitch Rubisky, i think he's gonna be back there as the quarterback next year which is insane to even think that that would happen just a few weeks ago yeah but uh i think the saints pull off a victory especially if alvin camaro's back Uh, as good as that chicago defense is i just don't know if they're good enough i i i agree with everything you're saying but (laughs) you know i just have to go with what i said that's fair and i feel like i really pigeonholed myself into a corner here and you know i I like going bold there we go okay i like going bold and why don't we move on to the final Super wild card weekend matchup. Super. And it's the Browns at the Steelers at 8-15. And this is obviously the game that has a little bit of a different ring to it because Kevin Stefanski's out, Joel mm-hmm. Batonio's out. That's very disappointing. Uh, but the Browns at the Steelers, Joel, who you got between the Browns and the Steelers? Uh, because of the COVID and everything else like that's going on with the Browns right now, I'm going to have to go with the Steelers. Yeah. I, I want, they're my crush team. I want to pick the Browns. I hope they win, but I got to go with the Steelers in this game. I'm literally on the same boat as you. I, my picks here, I have my winners highlighted, and I literally have the Browns highlighted, <laughs> but I'm switching it on the spot because I had this highlighted before the COVID thing. Oh, yeah. It sucks, and I hope I'm wrong. I genuinely hope I'm wrong. Uh, the Steelers, they haven't played well lately, but uh, I just, I don't know. Uh, the COVID thing just seems like a like it, a tough, it's too much. It's, I think it's too much, and it's two weeks in a row. That's the thing. Yep. Or no, what? When, when? When did they not have their wide receivers? That was in week sixteen. Yeah, week sixteen. It's like their third week of dealing with yep. this, and they have not been able to be in their practice because yeah, they didn't have really. Denzel Ward last year either, or last week either because yeah. of COVID. And so, like they have not been able to practice properly yep. and everything. I just think it's way too much. It's yep. too much for a playoff team to overcome. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers. So why don't we just quickly recap? So I'm taking, I'll, I'll quickly go. I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, Joel, you're taking Bills. the Bills as well uh, over the Colts. And then the, the I'm going to take the Seahawks over the Rams. You're going to take the Rams. You're taking the Rams over the Seahawks. The Buccaneers, I'm taking them over Washington. Yeah, exactly. You're there as well. I'm going to take the Ravens over the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. And you're taking the Bears over, right. the, over the Saints. The Bears. Holy smokes. And then we're both taking the Steelers. Uh, over the Browns. We're going to tabulate some of the seating here and we're going to give you uh, our prediction for the rest 
uh, of the postseason. Then we'll finally wrap up this playoff extravaganza of an extravaganza. episode. Extravaganza. <laughs> now that we got the wild card uh, and we got all the seating uh, figured out, uh, the divisional round, uh, and I'm going to go, uh, we'll, let's go through the AFC first. So I have my first matchup. It's Kansas City at, at oh, I have Cleveland written down, but I changed my pick. <laughs> Shoot. So, so I got Baltimore then. Uh, would it be Kansas City and Baltimore? I, I thought we had all the seating figured out and I blew it. It would be Baltimore yeah. because you'd have Bill Steelers. Yeah, it would be Baltimore. Okay, yes. Okay, so Kansas City. Thank you, Joel. Kansas City at Baltimore. Uh, and we don't need to go too in-depth with these ones because we don't know if these are going to be real matchups. But I'm going to say <laughs> Kansas City wins. Just too much firepower for Baltimore. And who's your Amen first matchup? I have uh, Chiefs versus Titans, and I'm also taking the Chiefs there. Chiefs m- moving on. And then the second game, I have the Buffalo Bills at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, same, same argument. Too much firepower. The Bills are moving on to the AFC Championship. And I have the same uh, matchup, Bills versus Steelers, and I'm also taking the Bills. There you go. We got a Kansas City versus Buffalo AFC Championship. Oh, that is like, that oh, is, that's what dreams are made of. That's best, that is, best case Ontario right there. No kidding. That's I what that hope is. and I pray that is our matchup because that will be so exciting. Oh, man. I'm getting excited I'm thinking about some of these matchups. But why don't we move on to the NFC in the divisional round? Uh, I have Tampa Bay at Green Bay. As my the battle of the bays. Wow, that's my first matchup there. All right, and uh, I'm taking Green Bay. Uh, I just believe in them so heavily. Yeah. Uh, just I I think Aaron Rodgers is at playing at another level. And uh, as much as I love Tampa Bay, I just don't think that that's gonna that's gonna happen. Yeah. I would have uh, the Packers versus the Bears, and I think that the Packers will beat them 40 to 7. So you're jumping off the Bears train, eh? I'm jumping off the Bears jumping train the as bear. soon as possible. <laughs> I am only here because I made that hot take. Okay, and then we move on to the second one. I have Seattle at New Orleans, a little revenge of the, the Beast Quake run. Marshawn Lynch is not there anymore. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> New Orleans... New Orleans beats Seattle and moves on to the NFC Championship game. And who do you have? I would have the Rams versus the Bucks, and I think that the Bucks would. You have uh, such a wild playoff bracket. I have a wild. Pre- I, the NFC side is wild. It is, but I, I am taking the Bucks over the Rams. Uh, yeah. I think that Tom Brady in that offense is just too much for Sean McVay to handle, and and uh, Tom Brady has experience beating Sean McVay. McVay, so there you go. He does for sure. Yeah. Uh, so then, why don't we just go right to the NFC Championship? game so you would have the bucks uh, versus the packers there you go i just had them in the divisional round who are you taking to advance to the super bowl oh man i would love to take the bucks but i don't think they have especially in the snow tom brady's old arm you know it takes a long time to warm that sucker up (laughs) he's 43 years old you know like that takes a long time. So yeah. I am taking the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Destiny. This is a destiny game. I honestly think so. I think the, the Packers might be the team of destiny this year. I'm also picking them. I have them over New Orleans. Uh, I don't think Drew Brees can play. Literally the same argument. Uh, Drew Brees got that old noodle arm. Yeah. I don't think he can get <laughs> it. I don't think he can get that thing heated up in the cold. Yeah. Uh, I think Green Bay also potentially the team of destiny. I want to yeah. see Aaron Rodgers have another shot at Lombardi. Uh, so he moves on, and I believe we both have the same AFC champion. We both have Bills Chiefs, right? Bills Chiefs, and uh, you know, I feel I, like we're going to be opposites on this one. Okay, you go first. You I go. here am we a go. Homer. Oh boy, I'm a Homer. I am biased. You've obviously seen that. Don't go with my picks if you're a betting man. Don't. I'm don't, asking please, you, please. Don't. For the love of God, please. I'm taking the Bills. The Bills. Because <laughs> I love 
this team. They're so fun yeah. to watch, and I can't. I love the. I really like the Chiefs as well. Yeah. They were my crush team last year. Um, I just I I gotta go with my Bills. I gotta go with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, these Devin Singletary, these boys. I don't know why, but I'm going with them. The craziest part about that pick, uh, and and I'm picking Kansas City, just so you guys know. The craziest part about your pick, though, is that it's not crazy. That's the, the, to me. That's the craziest part. It's, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not all the way crazy. It's no. It's legitimately not crazy. Like if you told, imagine telling somebody last year uh, that you just picked uh, in 2021 the the Buffalo Bills to beat the Kansas City Chiefs to move on to the Super Bowl. They would call you a witch. <laughs> they would think you're insane. Yeah, but. But legitimately, I can see it happening. And yeah. that's the crazy part. The bill, the Bills are just, like I said, playing at another level. They're yeah. dominant. And they're the one team, I think, that can absolutely knock off the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. I don't believe in any other team Mm-mm. in this AFC, even the NFC. I Like, if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, they're winning it. Right. And, like, I, I don't believe in any other team other than the Bills, yeah. Josh Allen, and and Stefan Diggs to to go toe to toe with the Chiefs like it's no one else yep. but yeah and you can talk about a lot of talk has gone about how the Chiefs just have won so many close games and they haven't played you know dominant football that we're used to seeing uh, I just I have this belief in me and this is why I'm picking them to advance the Super Bowl I just think they're gonna hit another gear when they I, get in this postseason so I think they have another gear yeah uh, whether they're not motivated or you know they don't it's it's kind of like the Warriors thing in in basketball where the Warriors they just, it seemed like they didn't care about the regular season at times. Uh, and this team is so good. I just, I feel like they're going to hit another gear. And as good as Buffalo is, I just don't know if they're good enough yeah. to beat Kansas City. So I'm going to say Kansas City advances to my Super Bowl. So I have Kansas City versus, uh, I have New Orleans written down, the but Packers, it's Green right? Bay. I don't know yeah. why I have New Orleans. But <laughs> I have Kansas City versus Green Bay. And this is my absolute dream scenario. That uh, is, okay, I remember like, Probably six weeks ago, I was telling you like, Chiefs versus Packers is gonna be so fun in the in the Super Bowl this year. And I think either either Chiefs or Bills versus the Packers, it's oh yeah, uh, it has to be the Packers mm-hmm. out of the NFC. Yep. I I think like for uh, for us to have the most entertaining Super Bowl ever, it has to be the Packers. Yep. But that is either one of those are amazing matchups. My Super Bowl fun fact: Kansas City versus Green Bay would be a rematch of Super Bowl one. The Super very Bowl first won. ever Super Bowl, uh, and like I said, I I would love to see this matchup. This would be so so fun, and even your matchup of Green Bay versus Buffalo, it's so fun. It's just the fact yeah. that we don't have to deal with kind of a boring Patriots team making Patriots it anymore. Patriots versus blank. Yeah. It's all new teams, and we're not we're not sick of the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs yet. No, and it's no. like you know that day will come. I think probably, but, but yeah. it's it's not here yet. I'm gonna Once- say. Once uh, Patrick Mahomes starts throwing like 15 screen passes a game, then you know, then we'll get sick. Of <laughs> then we'll get sick of him. I'm gonna say, despite how much I love Aaron Rodgers and everything, I just want everybody to know that I believe in Aaron Rodgers all along. You can go back and listen to the podcast before the season started. I said Aaron Rodgers was still good. His last season was fine. Everybody was hating on it, and I love Aaron Rodgers. But that being said, uh, I cannot pick against who I think when he retires will be the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say he wins back-to-back. Andy Reid, he went 22 years without winning a Super Bowl, uh, and now he has a chance to go back-to-back, and I say he does it. Uh, Kansas City beats Green Bay in the Super Bowl, and how about you? For your Super Bowl, 
Yeah, I, I would agree with your pick. I think whoever comes out of the AFC, whether it be the Bills or the Chiefs, if it's someone else, then I don't I don't even know what to think. But <laughs> if, it, if it's the Bills or the Chiefs, I think they're going to win. I'm going with my, with my Super Bowl go. final. It's Bills versus Packers, and I would I would have to go with the Bills. Uh, I am a homer. Once again, That's don't fine. go with my picks. No, with the- uh, but I I like Josh Allen. I love this Bills team. They're having so much fun right now. Yeah, you know. And you, yeah, you know, you call yourself a homer, and obviously you are in in, in a to a certain extent. But it, it's also not crazy to think that the Bills will win the Super Bowl, and you know that would be crazy. A, 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 in a different sense, you know, the fact that the Bills have never won a Super Bowl before, all that heartbreak from four straight Super Bowl losses yeah. to finally win it. I mean, they're a fan base that absolutely deserves it. And as much as my Dolphins fan bias wants to come out and not want that to happen at all, <laughs> uh, that would be, it would be kind of great to see. So uh, that's how the things wrap up here in our playoff predictions. We're so excited. So excited for the playoffs. I can't wait. We oh, got yeah, Saturday football wait. back. Saturday. I love it's Saturday gonna football. It's going to be great. Week 17 was not complete without Saturday football. Absolutely not. So Kansas City's winning in my bracket and Buffalo winning in Joel's bracket. And that wraps up our playoff extravaganza. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we have much else to say. Joe, I don't know. Actually, before we, we kick it over to Joe, uh, follow us Instagram and Twitter at underscore average Joe show. Uh, and also, Joel, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say before we, before we, you know, end the show here. I, I really had a good time. Uh, no, no, just thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, two times in three weeks, so uh, that's a good time. I hope you can come back on again. Yeah, I hope so too. It's been a great time. Uh, it was definitely a lot longer than I was expecting, but thanks to Joel again. Uh, and and uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoyed it, hopefully as much as I did, I had a really good time today. Uh, but rate us five stars or do anything good, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, do something good for us. Uh, uh, and if you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and you leave us a review, we'll say whatever you want to say on the review on the podcast. We'll say it. We will say it unless it's mean. Uh, but Joe, you've been so quiet throughout this whole podcast. Uh, I'm going to let you wrap the show up. I'm not going to say anything more. <laughs> you're going to wrap the entire show up. No pressure. Uh, I'm out. I hope you guys have a good week. Uh, We'll see you guys uh, next week. Yeah, you know, it's been a good week. It's been a good year. Uh, uh, Can't wait till we get to to do this on the next one, you know? We'll catch you guys on the next one. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) 